Hello, and welcome to episode number five of On the Brighter Side. I'm Monica Tanner, and today we're going to be talking about having the right attitude about exercise. Before we get started, I would love to follow up with a question from one of my listeners about episode number three. She writes, Thank you so much for sharing your experience with depression. I love how honest and candid you were about your experience and your willingness to help others understand it's more common than we know. My question is that how do we know when one of our close friends is experiencing some kind of depression? I have a good friend and I'm wondering if she's struggling with something, but I know that she is too proud to ask for help. What do I do? Awesome. Great question. Thank you so much for taking the time to ask that. The way you can tell if somebody is experiencing or struggling with depression or anxiety is usually through big behavioral changes. So if your friend is typically very social and likes to go out to lunch or get together with friends and all of the sudden doesn't show up to any of the social events that are happening, something might be going on. If your friend is quick to respond to texts and phone calls and she all of a sudden is silent and isn't responding to your texts anymore, that might mean something's wrong. She likes to get dressed in nice clothes and do her makeup and all of a sudden always showing up everywhere just in her sweats. That also might be an indication that she's not feeling like herself. So as far as being proud and not asking for help, most people who are struggling with depression don't even know that they need help. So there's lots of things you can do without even making it obvious that you are aware that they're struggling. So... I talked about several of those things in episode number three, but I will list a few of them again. One thing that's super helpful is just bringing meals. It's so hard when you're struggling to get up enough energy to prepare a meal for your family. And of course, you still want to have dinner together. And so something that you might do is just stop by with some dinner and say, hey, you know what? I was making dinner and I accidentally made too much. I was hoping that I could share some of my dinner with you. So that's kind of a less obvious way to do that. I have friends that showed up with my favorite chocolates just at my door and they just said they were thinking about me and loved me and wanted to see how I was doing. Friends that call and text and just let me know that they're thinking about me. Friends would invite my kids over so that I could kind of have some peace and quiet. Friends that offered to drive extra carpool so that I wouldn't have to go out. And then of course there were the friends that came over and sat with me until I made the phone call to the doctor, which is always so difficult for me to do. So I have a friend who came over and, you know, sat with me and until I made the phone call and made an appointment for myself to see the doctor. So that's, and then of course, my friend who comes over and just hangs out. So if you feel comfortable enough to just show up at their door and say, hey, I just came to hang out. My house is too quiet. And I just wanted to maybe see if you needed help with laundry or even just sit on the couch and chat today. Those are all super helpful things that you can do for a friend. And usually you'll know spending any amount of time with 
with them, they're feeling, and if they're struggling with something. So great question. Thanks again so much for asking. You can submit questions or comments or suggestions about any episode by emailing me at onthebrightersideoflife at gmail.com. So great questions and keep them coming and I'll try and get those answered for you in a future episode. Also, who has been watching the Olympics? Oh my goodness, I am absolutely loving them. And while I am more of a Summer Olympics fan, I'm more, get more into the Summer Olympic events just because I am a warm weathered girl. I'm absolutely loving the Winter Olympics. I'm loving the little segments that they're doing about each of the athletes and I have just really enjoyed watching them all compete. I get really emotional as well when I think about these kids and all that they have sacrificed. They can't wake up in the morning and think, I don't feel like going to practice today or I feel like just binging on this whole box of donuts today. They don't get that luxury. These kids have dedicated their whole childhoods and lives to these sports and they've practiced really hard and they've given up birthday parties and all kinds of things that other children just do in order to really hone in and work full time at these sports. And so I tend to get really emotional when an athlete just absolutely rocks a routine or just kills a race and then they get to stand up there on the medal podium and you know, accept their award and all of their hard work and dedication just comes to fruition like that. I, I always get so emotional and my husband and my kids look at me like, what is wrong with you, mom? But I just really have so much respect for these athletes for all that they've given up to really be the best in the whole wide world at what they do. So anyways, if you've missed the Olympics, you definitely try to catch them on a replay because they've been really, really good this time around. All right, so there's my plug for the Winter Olympics. So let's get into our topic today, which is having the right attitude about exercise. So as I talked about in episode three, I said that my first real experience with depression was after my second daughter was born about 15 years ago, but I have forgotten about my freshman year of college. So my real actual first experience with anything like depression actually happened just months after I left home for the first time. I remember I, I, my college was three hours away, a three hour drive away from hometown and I lived in a private dorm there. So I had a roommate and then three other suite mates and we all lived in this little dorm room and we had a little tiny refrigerator and maybe a microwave, but no real kitchen or anything and so I had a meal plan so I got to go down to the cafeteria and eat three meals a day and I was pretty ambitious as a freshman and so I kind of made it so that I had eight o'clock classes every day which if any of you are of the age where you're starting college don't sign yourself up for eight o'clock classes your freshman year because that's just silly. I learned that the hard way but anyways after being gone for a couple of months and going to my classes and eating in the cafeteria I can testify that freshman 15 is a real thing. I was absolutely positively gaining massive amounts of weight and I was just getting really tired and sluggish. It was so hard for me to get out of bed, get myself to my classes, to stay up enough 
stay alert enough to study. I just wanted to sleep all the time. And I remember talking to my dad on the phone about this and he asked what I was doing for exercise. And I kind of thought, huh, I'm not really exercising at all. And he pointed out to me that I couldn't really go from playing soccer and working out every single day to absolutely no form of physical exercise. And that's when I realized he was right. I wasn't working exercise into my daily routine or schedule at all. And my college had a really nice exercise facility for all of its students. And so I went down there for the first time and I checked out the facilities and they had a really nice area for cardio equipment and they had lots of weights and machines and they had a nice indoor track that looked down over basketball, volleyball courts. So while you were running, you could kind of look down and watch the activity below. And so I became really acquainted with this exercise facility. I even figured out how I take a book if I needed to study or read chapter for my next class or something. I could bring my book in there and I could do some cardio while I was studying and things like that. And so I got really good at exercising every day and I started to feel so much better. And then I also had a sweet mate who was a runner in high school and she was kind of starting to feel the same way. And so we would go on runs and where I went to college in Austin is such a beautiful area. And so we would run around campus and we would run to the Capitol and it was just beautiful. There was parks and just beautiful areas to run. And so I became a runner for the first time in my life, which served me really well because when I met my husband, we used to run together all the time. We used to spend so much time together running. And it's amazing because when we were dating and getting to know each other, we ran at the same pace and we could run and talk and get to know each other better. But then after we got married, something happened. And I don't know if I just slowed down or if he sped up, but all of a sudden we couldn't run together anymore because it was so painful for him to run at my pace. So anyways, it did serve me well as we were getting to know each other. But then once we were married, we had to run on our own and find other running partners because our paces no longer matched up. But so anyways, starting my freshman year of college, exercise became a regular part of my daily routine. And I learned that when I wasn't able to exercise, that I really started to feel the effects of it after a couple of weeks. It affected my mood and my attitude and just my general outlook on life. If I wasn't able to get some sort of physical activity in, then I just was grumpy, not as pleasant to be around. So what I want to talk about today is the importance of having the right attitude around exercise. Because a lot of us, and let me get a show of hands here, the great thing about podcasting is I can't see any of you and you can't see each other. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whether you're exercising right now or doing the dishes or folding laundry or something like that, just give me a show of hands. Raise your hand if you go to the gym to punish yourself, like you ate too many cookies last night or put on that extra weight and you just go to the gym simply to punish yourself or to get skinny or any other myriad of reasons that just miserable. Now, what I hope I can help you to see today is that the 
best motivation to get you to the gym is going to be because you love your body and your body needs exercise to be healthy and to function in the way that it was created. And so exercise is such an important part of just being a healthy human being. So it shouldn't be something that we do punish ourselves. Some of us, too many of us, look in the mirror and think, oh, I hate body. It's just big or I wish I had thighs. So we hit the gym and think that hate ourselves thinner. But I want to stress to you that that will never work. You cannot hate yourself thinner. You have to love your your body. You have to start with a love of your body just the way that it is and then you'll find that it's going to be so much easier to change it into something that you like a little bit more. So now I take this thought from Jody Moore. You definitely want to give yourself a believable thought. So if you're standing in front of the mirror going, I hate my body. It is so overweight. Maybe change it to your thoughts to something like, I have a body and it functions really well. My legs work great for walking. My arms can reach for things. My fingers and toes and nose all work the way that God intended them to. And so if you're really just having a lot of hate for yourself and the way your body looks, just change your thinking a little bit and appreciate that you have a body and that it functions well. And then you will be able to change your mindset about maybe losing some weight and getting healthy. I want you to get to the gym and exercise your body because it's amazing not because it's worth or think that it's worth. So if most, for most of us, if we want to start on an exercise routine, first of all, I want you to set a realistic goal for yourself. If you do not work out in any way, shape or form, I don't want you to go out tomorrow and sign up for an ultra marathon. I want you to find something, some form of exercise that would be pleasurable to you and just start slow. If you are not used to exercising at all, take a walk a couple times a week. Find a friend that you love to talk to and just ask them, say, hey, can we go walking a couple times this week? Or just try and make it to the gym once or twice. Find a buddy that can go with. No, don't make it some unrealistic goal. Just find one or two things that you can do to get yourself more active. And a lot of us are going to need a compelling reason to exercise. And for me, my compelling reason is because I want to be in shape to keep up with my grandkids someday. I do not want to be old and sitting on the couch and just watching my grandkids play and not be able to get down on the floor and play with them or chase them around or take them to the zoo and be able to keep up with them. So that's kind of my compelling reason to exercise is so that I 
will be able to keep up with my grandkids even when I'm getting up there in age. I want my body to work properly and have the energy and stamina to be able to keep up with them. Another thing that keeps me working out is because, like I mentioned before, it's a shared passion that I share with my husband. So we really like to exercise together. We get up every morning very early and we go to the gym together and he supports me in my races. He's not a big runner, but he does support me in my marathon training. And also we like to play soccer together. We're on a co-ed soccer team. and But those are my compelling reasons. And I want you to really find something that you're going to enjoy. So if you are going to exercise and you're going to start being more physically active, I don't want it to be something that you're just absolutely going to dread every day and just get up and think, oh, I have to go lift weights or run today. I don't want it to be something that you're dreading. I want it to be something that you enjoy. So like I said, find a friend and take a walk or find a trainer and get really into weightlifting because that really can be fun. Or sign up for a sport that you used to do, that you used to love. Like tennis is a great one. You only need one other person to play tennis and very little equipment and you can go out on a sunny day and there's courts everywhere. Tennis is a great one. My husband and I, like I said, play indoor, co-ed indoor soccer together. That's our Friday night date night. We absolutely love playing co-ed indoor soccer with a group of our buddies. And that's what we do for our, our fun Friday night outing. And sometimes we take our kids to watch and sometimes we leave them at home. So find something fun that you look forward to as a way to get some physical activity in. And then set realistic goals. I don't want you to say, I'm going to exercise seven days this week for two hours a day. Now that's just unrealistic and you're setting yourself up for failure, but you can set an attainable goal like I am going to work out three times this week and I'm going to do some sort of cardiovascular workout and some sort of weight resistance and I'm going to take a walk. So those three things and then if you get extra workouts in, then that's a bonus. That's awesome. But you can also get somebody on board, your spouse or one of your children or a good friend. Just let them know, hey, I'm really making it a goal to get some extra exercise in this week. And I would love it if you would help me come with me or just support me by sending me a little text and saying, hey, did you make it to the gym this week? That would be amazing. So definitely enlist your support group in that. And then the next thing I want to talk about is loving where you work out. Now I go to the gym every single most days of the week. I work out at a local gym here and I absolutely love it. I love it because I love the people that are there. I love the setup. I love all the options of the cardio and the weight training and all the machines that they have. But more than anything, I love the people that I work out around. They're all so inspiring and supportive and I come to the gym just as I am. It's just kind of come as you are. And I always am inspired by being around lots of people who value their health and their physical fitness. And so I just absolutely love going to the gym. Now, one thing I do want to point out is that there's tons of research that says exercise doesn't really help you lose weight that much. So if you have a lot of weight to lose and you're hitting the gym every day and you can't figure out why you're not losing weight, exercise really has a very small part in extreme weight loss. 
Now, if you're wanting to lose a lot of weight, you're going to have to change what you're eating. That's just the bottom line. But exercise has a huge impact on your mental and emotional health. And a lot of times, if you're feeling good mentally and emotionally, that will help you make better eating choices. I know for me, if I've worked out in the morning, then I'm really conscious about what I'm eating all day because I don't want that to go to waste. And I start my day by drinking a lot of water while I'm at the gym. And so I try to remember to drink lots of water throughout the day and to make really good food choices. So it can help in that respect, but just hitting the gym is not really going to give you the results you're looking for if you're trying to lose weight. But the gym for me is a very positive and uplifting environment. I love the people I work out around, men and women alike. There's lots of men that work out there who are super willing to give me ideas of different exercises that I can do or to, you know, cheer me on. Hey, you made it today. You know, lots of fun, encouraging things that way. And then I just love to be around my girlfriends that work out. I mean, there's so many of them that have made physical activity a huge priority in their lives. And that's just a really fun environment to be around, but it hasn't always been like that. So I want to really emphasize to you that the environment that you have to work out in is really what you make of it. And you can change your experience at the gym merely by changing your own thoughts and mindset around it. So here's my story. I used to go to the gym every day and there would be this group of women and there's three of them and they're really good friends and they work out together every day and they they have a, a workout program that they do and they're, they get really into it. And so they're kind of, they have their setup and they kind of do their routine and they don't do a whole lot of talking to other people. They're kind of there at the gym to work out. And I remember always looking at them and being like, oh, those girls, they, they work out so hard and they don't want to be my friend. And and so I would kind of just not ignore them, but I would just kind of feel like, well, you know, they don't, they're not really interested in being my friend. So I would just kind of work out around them and kind of wish that I could talk to them, but I just really didn't know how. And so I just wouldn't. And then one day I decided that's silly. I'm sure these girls would love to be my friend. And I see them at the gym all the time. I'm just going to go over and say hi. And so one day I did, I went over and I said hello and I complimented one of them on their workout pants and asked him where what exercise program they were doing and how they decided what they were going to work on each day. And we got a little conversation started. And before I knew it, we were like the best of friends. Like now I get excited to go to the gym to see them. And if we miss each other at the gym, if we happen to work out at different times, we are on this program called Marco Polo, where we can chat with each other every single day. So if we don't see each other at the gym, we talk on Marco Polo. It's gotten to the point where we talk every single day single day, multiple times a day, not just about exercising, but about parenting and about moving and about marriage and about life and all the different things that affects us in our lives. We're like the best of friends. And here is the takeaway I want you to get from today's episode. This all happened not because they changed, but because my thoughts changed. Their behavior and their actions didn't change at all. I decided that we should be friends and so I acted accordingly and now guess what? We're like the best of friends. And I feel like that about most of the people that I see all the time at the gym. We're we're friends and it's not because 
they do anything different than they would normally do. It's just because I think we're friends. And so that I show up in a way that we're friends and and we're just friends. And this can work in any aspect of your life, not just the gym. You can have a tremendous impact on your environment. So if you work your workplace or if your school or someplace that you go for meetings is seems like an unfriendly atmosphere, just change your thoughts. Everybody's just behaving the way that they do, but you can change your thoughts and change your behaviors to absolutely change the environment. So here's another example. Every week I go and watch my children play various sports. It's basketball season right now. So I go to a lot of basketball games every week and I'll come in and sit down and I'll recognize other people from places that I know them from school or things like that. And they'll sit in a different area and I'll think, oh, well, I guess they didn't want to sit next to me or I guess we're just not friends or they just don't want to talk to me or whatever. And then one day I thought, this is silly. They are probably feeling the same exact way that I'm feeling. So I now, if I see somebody come in and sit down that I would like to talk to, I just get up and I go sit next to them. And it's not like they get up and move away from me. Of course, they love it that I came and sat down next to them and we have a great conversation and it's a good experience for everyone. I mean, very rarely... I would have to say that someone's going to see you coming and get up and move and go in the opposite direction. No, they'll love it that you came and sat down next to them. They were probably feeling just as self-conscious as you were. And so I would challenge you to give that a try this week, whether it's at the gym or at your office or where you go to school, anywhere where there's some environment that you feel might not be as friendly as you would like it, I would love you to just take the first step and just smile at somebody or go over and compliment their outfit or their hair and start a conversation and just see what happens. See what your attitude, how your attitude can impact that environment for the better. And I hope that you'll do that. And that's all I have for you on this topic. So just the importance of having the right mindset around exercise. Do it because you love your body and you want it to be healthy and function in the way that God intended it to, not because you want to punish yourself for something, but because you're grateful for your body and you want it to work properly. And then also make it a point to smile at somebody or start up a conversation with somebody you want to talk to. And that's all I have for you. So if you haven't already, I would love, love, love it if you would just go to iTunes and subscribe to this podcast. You can leave me a five-star rating and review. That's what's going to help other people find the show and then tell your friends to listen to on the brighter side. I would absolutely appreciate that and I hope that you all have a beautiful week and find some fantastic way to get in a little bit more physical activity this week and until next week, bye-bye.